0: You can do anything you want in this lifetime. Give yourself permission to unapologetically be the main character and create an extraordinary life full of joy, adventure, and purpose. Because this is what you truly deserve. With love, Susie. Hey, hi, Achiever. I'm Susie, your podcast host and founder of the Female Leadership Collective. At The Collective, we celebrate women breaking free from the path that society created for them and using their gifts towards making a huge impact in the world and carving their own freedom-based lives. In each episode on this show, I'll be interviewing women who, like me, ditched their impressive careers at some of the world's most powerful companies and boldly stepped out to create their own brands, businesses, cultures, and teams. Hear from women who are at the cutting edge edge of redefining what it means to be a successful female leader in business. You'll learn how they did it and actionable takeaways on how you can implement their strategies to own your vision, courageously go after it, and flourish in your life and business. I left my career at the world's largest investment bank over five years ago, moved to tropical paradise and built my own online business. It wasn't easy, but wow, was it worth it. Now I mentor other female leaders to launch and scale their own online businesses and step into their true paths of freedom. Today is the audio of a Facebook Live that I did inside of my Female Leadership Collective free Facebook group for the members in there. And you'll hear me talk all about my origin story of how I used to work for the biggest investment bank in the world and the decisions that i made to get the courage to leave that job and also the steps that i took to sell all my stuff book a one way ticket to bali and land in bali with savings and no no business plan basically and then i walk you through the steps of what i did from there and also i talk about my business failures along the way so i'm very much a believer of failing fast when something doesn't feel aligned with you because i wouldn't have left banking in the first place if i didn't think like that so go through the different types of business models that i tried and why why some of them were not the optimal business model that i believe goes towards creating ultimate freedom in your lifetime location on financial freedom and why i landed on coaching and courses and communities as the optimal business model for scaling in both impact-wise and financial and time. And this is why I choose to help women specifically to launch businesses with this model, because Not all businesses are made equal. So I go into that as well. And I also give you a little snippet into each of our female startup summit founders. And each of the women I have handpicked because I have worked with myself, I've either hired them into our programs as experts or support coaches, or their clients. So I, but, but also the common link between all of them is that they all come from really impressive, high-powered corporate jobs. We've got a few from the big four in there. We've got former lawyer and we've got former marketing execs. So I've chosen them because I know that a lot of you have this background or you're currently in those kind of jobs. And it can be really hard to understand how to actually give all that up even if it's making you miserable, to start a business. And all of these women know what that's like. So on this episode, I also dive into and give you a little bit of a snippet to each one of their stories and what you're going to expect in their summit workshop. So if you're listening to this, and the summit has already passed, well, the replays are going to be available for 30 days. So if you're listening to this in August 2023, then you can probably still access the replays. So click on the link in the show notes and register and you'll get the e- you'll get the email for the instructions to watch the replays. If you're listening to this afterwards, I'm sorry, you're too late. But we will be doing another female startup summit because we do them every quarter. So And it's also just inspirational and useful to listen to amazing role models, founder stories anyway. So this episode will still be useful for you. So without further ado, here is the episode. I believe we are live inside the Female Leadership Collective group and I am streaming through Zoom, which is the first time I've ever done this. And I'm going to tell you all about how I founded Female Leadership Collective because we've got so many new people here. So welcome. Also, I needed to do this because I've decided to stream the summit through the Facebook group using Zoom. So I figured I'll go live to do a little practice to make sure I know how I'm doing it. So... This is very much my ethos here in my coaching at Female Leadership Collective. We're scrappy. We get things done. We just take action. We don't kind of hang around trying to perfect things. So I just watched a quick YouTube video, added the connection, and hopefully it's all working. And I believe that you can actually click on the link in the Facebook group and join me on Zoom if you so wanted to. So... For those of you who don't know me, I am Susie Clark. I am the founder of Female Leadership Collective. You'll always see me with the tea in my hand. I'm a stereotypical Brit at that in in that nature. You may also hear my Barley pup barking in the background occasionally. She is wonderful, but I found her during the pandemic and I think my kind of anxiety rubbed off on her in those years because Barley was is a wonderful place, but during those years it was a little bit of a freaky time. So my dog is very nervous, and she does tend to bark a lot, so occasionally she might say hello in the background, but it's all good. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about Female Leadership Collective and how it came to be, because I know you are all either aspiring entrepreneurs or you have your own business, and a lot of you are joining us on the Female Startup Summit as well, which I'm going to tell you a little bit about each speaker a little bit later on too. So let's just kind of dial back to my kind of orange origin story if you like so a little bit about me I was a classic kind of high achiever always getting good grades at school like got a first at university first is like the best grade you can get in, in in British terms if you are not English and I don't say that to boast I just say that to show you like that was kind of the path that I was on and Then I went to uni and one of my, one of the most important parts of it was to find a placement year, which meant that Carlo is going at it right now. (laughs) I, I kind of like by mentioning her, She's like heard herself and decided to be like, yes, Susie, I'm queen of female leadership collective. I actually call her our chief happiness officer. I'm not even sure if you can hear her coming through the mic right now. but I definitely can. Where was I? I lost my train of thought. So basically, yeah, I had to I was in one of those degrees where you had to get one placement year out in industry and I was like, well, I don't really know what I want to do. I'm doing economics at uni because that's kind of like what people told me was good and impressive and smart to do. So I did that. And then I basically went to a careers fair and just looked around and applied to a load of jobs. And I picked... I got I got accepted in a few and then I picked the one that I thought was the most impressive and well paid. So I ended up in a banking job at J.P. Morgan and J.P. Morgan, if for those of you who aren't aware, much of the finance industry is actually one of the it is the biggest investment bank in the world. So at the time I was like, wow, this is cool. Like People are impressed by this job that I've got like, oh, I'm a banker, all of these kinds of things. And that quickly wore off. So I suddenly realized god what is this what is this what working in an office is like like literally just sitting here counting down the hours like obviously you get more responsibilities you get more senior but initially i was like oh have i got 40 more years of this like is it does it not get any better than this like is this is not very exciting to me and i was sort of like thinking oh not sure about this anyway I went back, did my final year at university and then I, JP Morgan worked like one of those schemes where they gave you a job offer at the end and I got the right grades, So I went on and worked there and I, you know, was one of those grads at walking into a skyscraper for my job and I go to parties people were impressed like I loved like you know the attention from guys that were like oh you work there like and you know I felt like I was one of them and I you know I've changed a lot now and I'm gonna go into that but just to set the scene. And again, I still had this niggly feeling the entire time that like, is this, is this really it? But it was kind of just overshadowed for the first few years from like training in New York, working in this glitzy skyscraper view of London when, you know, like when I had client meetings and things. And I absolutely loved my team as well. When I first started, they were, they were amazing, but I quickly started to get, frustrated and i started to feel out of alignment and i started to feel like oh i'm not sure this is for me seeing the managing directors like with their corner offices or their offices around the outside so all the all the managing directors had the offices around the outside so we couldn't really see a window you couldn't really see outside (laughs) until you became the most senior which i just i don't know is that i am i working like how 10, 20 years to then be able to see out the window, like no matter what I'm being paid, like it's not really about that. And I also don't know how I found this book, but I read a book called The 4-Hour Work Week at the time by Tim Ferriss. And for those of you, if you haven't read it, I would definitely read it. And this was before people knew what digital nomads were. This is way before the pandemic. And I read it and Tim introduced me to this concept of digital nomads. And what that means is, It is somebody who makes money from their laptop and they essentially have a lot of freedom because they are what you call location independent. So if they are making money from their laptop, they can essentially work from anywhere in the world, including a beach in Bali. And he was saying there's so many people in places like Bali, especially setting up their businesses, because, you know, why not? And I just thought to myself, wow, I've always dreamed of starting a business. And God, that sounds like an incredible dream, working on my laptop in Bali, like, what the hell, I would absolutely love to do that, but I also felt like at that time when I was reading the book on my commute on the tube, in the grey, in the rain, that that was a dream, a distant dream, like, didn't really feel like it was possible, but it planted a seed, and this is what I want to tell to all of you who are more early stage, Plant that seed, listen to that seed, because now with hindsight, I can tell you it started at that moment. It started with an idea, and it's up to you to grow that idea and to get the courage and to get the knowledge and to learn off of people. For example, in Female Startup Summit, to then create the reality. And so many people will just leave it as an idea and never, never bother. So that is my one piece of advice for you. Anyway. I'm going to fast forward, otherwise this will be like two hours long, but I job hopped. It wasn't the answer. Well, I worked in banking for five years and then went to a FinTech because I thought it would be more fun because then I could wear jeans. And yes, that did help, but still we were working in the office and I was commuting every day and I was like, this is not it. I got the courage one day, and there's a lot that goes into this, but it's not not the time to explain. I got the courage one day to quit my job break up with a relationship that that had been going on for too long. And we had been together for about seven years in our 20s. Some of you might know those types of relationships in the same week. And I booked a yoga teacher training on an island called Nusa Lembongan, which happens to be my favorite part of Bali. And I went there and I didn't really want to be a yoga teacher, but I just needed to do something different. And it opened up my eyes to this tropical way of living. I went and saw the digital nomads in the co-working spaces in Changu in Bali. And the moment I saw them, I was like, this is what Tim was talking about. This is what they were talking about. And the idea then became much bigger because when you see, like, this is as a saying, isn't there, especially with women in business, you can't be what you can't see. And that moment I saw it. And the moment I saw it, I was walking back along the beach to my hotel and I was like, This has made a link like literally seeing this has made a link in my body where I have to have that. I know I'm capable of so much because I've achieved so much in the past. And I'm saying that because all of you are the same. Right. You know, you achieve so much. If you can get the best jobs, you can make your own business. You can go and have a life in Bali. So just take that courage and really put that towards what you truly desire. Anyway, six months later sold everything. I sold like my Valentino heels, my Gucci pumps. I sold like all my bags that I'd been buying like at an attempt to try and feel happy in my banking job. And it felt so amazing to get rid of all that stuff to then just go to Bali with two suitcases, actually three, I couldn't squeeze it down to any more. But minimal lifestyle. And then it just with exciting, like, an excited view on life. Let's have this adventure. Wow. And I landed in Bali. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I had saved about 30 grand of savings. And there's so many ways to do this. This is not necessarily the way for everybody. But I was fortunate in that I saved. I was unfortunate in that I didn't have a business idea. So it wasn't like I could build it on the side of my my job. And also my job was hectic. I was in sales. I had no energy left for anything. And I just was so out of alignment with myself that I couldn't even think positively. So starting a business just wasn't possible. So I, I, I built an escape fund instead. And you don't need 30 grand of savings. That's just the way that I did it. So, and in my programs, I kind of help you with all of that. There's lots of different ways to do it, but yeah, landed in Bali. Four months later, the pandemic hit. So the timing was actually amazing for me because imagine if I hadn't take, taken that leap and then I was stuck in my, in my job for however long because of the pandemic, right? So it was a weird time, but I was just so grateful that I had made the leap when I had. And that's another lesson for you all. If you really want to make a big change, don't dwell on it. Who knows what's around the corner? We only have one life. And the pandemic reminded us of that. So that happened. I bounced around trying so many different things. The first thing I tried was, say so my background is in sales. So I've been in sales for 10 plus years and I love it. I love to help women with sales. And because you deserve to sell, you deserve to get your impact out to the world. And so I was freelancing, consulting, sales strategy to lots of coaches, lots of kind of online businesses, memberships. And I love it. What I, what I ended up seeing was all these women doing amazing things in their businesses. But I felt like I wanted to do that myself. I wanted to be that person and not just the consultant. And then I decided to create an e-commerce business. So... I was seeing lots of people making money through e-commerce and I was like, I'm going to try that, but I didn't want to do this like drop shipping thing. Like it's not just about making money for me. Otherwise I would have stayed in banking. It's about feeling the purpose and feeling the impact of what I do. So selling like, what do people drop ship all the time? Like I can't even fit like selling printed t-shirts online that I'm just buying from somewhere cheap and then selling to somewhere else for a high margin with no kind of like impact behind that product no heart behind that product I'm not interested I just might might as well be in corporate so I was like right where how can I make this e-commerce business mean something to me and I've always been interested in helping people like helping big world issues and poverty really bothered me and I I don't know like this thing of like helping people who really don't have any resources, really was important to me. So I read a book on poverty. So this is another tip here. If you have something that you're really passionate about, go and read as much as you can. Go and learn about it. Just a little pause as I wanted to tell you about our event of the year. It is the Female Startup Summit. And it is a free week-long event where I have rounded up seven incredible female founders who all come from previous very impressive corporate jobs who have successfully broken out and run their own online businesses. Each founder is going to be doing a talk every day for a week, and it's going to be a value-packed week of workshops like how to launch your own online business and get sales on autopilot, overcoming imposter syndrome as a female founder, and growing your money and wealth as an entrepreneur honestly, the lineup is so, so good. I'm so excited. And the best part, tickets are free of charge. You can sign up using the link in the show notes. So if you have a dream of starting your own online business and moving to Bali or traveling the world, or perhaps you've already started your business, but you're in a bit of a funky place with it, or you're ready to scale and you want to get some inspiration, this is the event for you. Workshops will be streamed every day live on Zoom starting on August the 6th, and replays will be available for 30 days. So head over to the show notes and save your spot now. The spaces on the Zoom are actually limited because I've got one of those accounts where it limits the amount of people in the room. So it is limited. So make sure you're quick to save your ticket. Please share the love for this event and encourage your friends to attend too. It's going to be such a valuable week and we have some incredible women on the lineup. What you'll learn in this summit literally could be the key in helping you start your dream business. That could be a ticket to finally scaling your business to the heights that you've been dreaming of or even quit your nine to five. You really don't want to miss out on it. Head to the link in the show notes to sign up and get your free ticket now. And in this book, the man presented this solution to helping to eradicate poverty, which was restoring people's sight. And I'd never thought about that. And he was saying, you know, if we can restore sight, we can eradicate so much of the world's poverty because a lot of the people in poverty cannot see because of things like cataracts and things like they can't afford glasses. And so they can't see, which means they're not as employable in a lot of these areas because a lot of them aren't as friendly to disabilities, right? And so it was a very sustainable way to help with poverty. So something like for every $1 spent on restoring site, $3 would go back into the economy. And that's a really sustainable solution, right? Instead of throwing money at it. So at the same time, I had bought a pair of blue light glasses and they were really helping me because in Bali, the time zones often working late into the evening. So I was like, right. Why don't I? And I also read the Tom's founder's book. So all three things. I married these things and I created a one-for-one model where for every blue light glasses purchased, I then donated to charity, which bought a prescription pair of glasses and an eye test for someone who couldn't afford it. And essentially they then become more employable. I loved it. I loved running it. And what, like, I felt so good about that until until I didn't. So I did that for about a year whilst having a full-time job in a crypto startup running Asia, which was a whole nother thing, burnt me out. The lessons are... You know, remote jobs are great. However, if you really want to escape corporate, you can't run to another tropical country because you'll just be working from an air conditioned room and you might as well be in the city. So that wasn't the solution either. The thing is with the e-commerce business is that I quickly learned this isn't going to pay me a full salary for a long time unless I have a big injection of capital because I needed to buy stock or I, if I, you know, took on a lot of financing and it was going to take a long time because the products were, I was selling them for about 45, $50 and it was going to take a long time. I didn't have a massive audience. And so I didn't have the traffic. So I would either need to buy a lot of stock and spend a lot of money on Facebook ads. And it just, you know, it just also from an impact point of view, people would be like, thank you so much. You've called up my headaches. And I'd be like, oh, great but then i'd never see them again or that they buy another pet like it just wasn't a like long term relationship it wasn't quite the impact that i wanted it was kind of linear so it's actually on a business break maybe one day i might resurrect it but i was like right okay these things are not it and then i'm like what is this what is it and i just always kept coming back to this wanting to help women who were like me in corporate find a way out and launch a business because I believe that so many of you have the most incredible leadership talents and they will be so much better put to use in your own business because you can you're limitless as a founder limitless as an entrepreneur you're unlimited with the amount of money that you can earn you're unlimited with the amount of impact that you, and you've just got way more freedom of choice and decisions and you make the rules so I wanted to get as many high achieving women out of corporate to help them launch their own online business and also from a personal point of view I have seen what it's like to work in the office and see mums that are around who commute in from the suburbs of London they have a child and then they come back to the office a year later and we're lucky in England that we get that long right and then you know they're leaving the house at 6am they're not going back till 8pm they don't see their kids grow up like that is not we get one life there's that's we don't need to live like that why why have we well men have created that right in the past that's how it's worked but we have other options now we are so fortunate let's just skill ourselves up start an online business it might take a few years of like some roller coasters right but you can you can do it you can manage that you have the resilience to do that and this is why or this is how female leadership collective was born i was like this is it a soul yes whole body is behind this mission so i created female leadership collective to do just that to literally show you examples of women not only myself that have broken out of top careers and have launched businesses and gone on to build these freedom-based lives where They can travel the world. They can see their future kids or their current kids grow up. They can make as much money as they dream of. And, you know, we're so lucky in this day and age that we can do that. And if the pandemic didn't open your eyes to that, then I don't know what will. So that's why and how Female Leadership Collective started. We have lots of different programs. We have Launch Academy, which is our 12 week online business accelerator, which is for those people who are starting out in business. So we will help you build up your ideas and choose one. And by the end of it, you'll have launched your business. And this is also great for freelancers who want to get out of that trading time for money and actually be the business owner and build more sustainable, scalable income. And we also have our Bali retreats. So remember back when I said I did that yoga teacher training? That wasn't really what I needed. What I needed was a mix of healing, wellness. I needed to calm the hell down. I needed to learn who I actually was. And I needed to get out of my environment. And I also needed to see some role models that had done what I wanted to do. And I couldn't find this anywhere. So I did a yoga teacher training. So instead of, you know, doing that, I'm like, right, I want to create a retreat for this. I want to create a retreat where women can come for a reset, reset everything and send them away with a plan of action on how to actually create their dream life. And then in the process, you know, show them what is possible. And so. That's how the reset retreat was born. So our next one is in October. By the way, if that sounds good to you, our early bird pricing is ending in five days. So just just PM me the word barley if you want the details and I'll send them to you anyway. So that is how the female leadership collective ecosystem was created, and it is not the Susie show here. I've created it to be a collective, which is why we do things like the the free female startup summits. I like to bring you loads of examples of women and women doing amazing things that you can get ideas so that you can feel inspired and create this massive ecosystem of really high achieving women who go on to do incredible things. And I think that's the most powerful way to do it because the collective lifts the energy. It's the same in my group programs. If the collective is all supporting each other. Usually everybody's results are higher than they would be individually anyway, because you're just lifting each other up. And I just I love to see it. I love it so much. So that is it in a nutshell, please comment on this video and let me know if you've got any questions about my story or feel free to give me where you're at, like give me your situation. I love to chat to you, like literally lights me up. So feel free to like and comment on this video if you want to know anything else. I also just wanted to give you a little quick insight into the speakers on the Female Startup Summit. So I will give you a little bit of an overview of those now. So it's really important that I bring you female founders that I know and trust, So I will go into each one now, Carlo, she gets so excited. So the first speaker I will tell you about is Nicola Melinda. So Nicola is the founder of Systems House and Nicola and I know each other because I was looking for a ClickUp expert. Now ClickUp, if you haven't heard of it, is a project managed management tool, which is amazing, but it's a little bit confusing. It's like a new language when you first use it. I brought her into one of my group group programs to teach the women how to set up their ClickUp to relate to their business. And she delivered a workshop and she was absolutely amazing. And she does amazing YouTube videos. So go and check her out. She's doing a talk all about systems on the female startups. Second speaker is Nikki Lutz. So oh, hold on. Going back to Nicola. She used to work at EY. She was an exec in EY, one of the big four accountancy firms. So she's a super high flyer. Then The second speaker I want to tell you about is Nikki Lutz. So Nikki is an interesting one. She actually used to be a chief stewardess on super yachts. So she was traveling all over the world and she then became a self-love coach. So Nikki is so amazing. I met her on a mastermind myself. We were in the same mastermind. And she talks all about, she's from very high achieving background. She talks all about how we can bring in more self-love to feel more joy in our lives. And honestly, this is so, so important. Especially as an entrepreneur, you really need to know how to tap into that because it's a rough ride at times. So, Nikki's going to be talking all about how to get rid of your imposter syndrome in Female Startup Summit, which is something that comes up all the time with my clients. So, I know it's going to be so useful for you. The, we've got a lot of Nicholas and Nicky's in the startups of it. So the third speaker is a Nikki Bartel. So Nikki happens to be one of my really close friends. She is also a one-to-one client of mine, and it's just such a special, wonderful thing when your friends choose you as their coach, right? I just, I just wonderful. And Nikki is a former CPA at PwC, another one of the big four accountancy firms. So super high flyer. She's from Canada. She is now a money coach and digital nomad. She's, I don't even know which country she's in right now. She's like gallivanting around Europe whilst running her business and networking and all the nomad events. And she is going to be doing a talk all about how to manage your money as an entrepreneur, because this is a big thing, especially when you go from earning a big salary at a corporation to the thought of, right, I need to make money as an entrepreneur that can be really quite scary and like how do I even manage that how do I pay myself when money starts coming in Like it can get really messy so she's going to be talking about that that's three speakers who else do we have we have Carly Tabor Carly is an incredible breathwork practitioner and women's coach Carly is one of the practitioners on our retreat so she also just holds incredible space in breath work. So I have had the luxury of being in her breathwork circles. And honestly, the emotional release is absolutely incredible for shifting energy blocks. And Carly is going to be talking about how to run your business in more alignment with your feminine energy, which is super important for high achieving women and something that actually massively changed my life around a year ago. Go and catch her talk as well. So that is number four. Obviously there's me and I'm going to be doing a talk on how to get sales on autopilot and how to actually launch your own online business. So I'm really excited to do that. And you just know my story because I've just gone through it. So that is five. We also have Anna Lancaster and Anna is an RTT hypnotherapist. So this is super exciting because she is someone who's actually personally helped me with money blocks. So I had this niggly thing around money a while ago and she helped me. She did some RTT with me, which is rapid transformational therapy founded by Marissa Peer. And she takes you into hypnosis and discovers when you created this belief from your childhood and brings up memories and it was so powerful and I definitely have changed like being able to manifest a lot more money obviously by doing action and stuff as well but like unblocked things in my mind so Anna is amazing she's going to be talking about getting rid of your limiting beliefs using RTT. So it's going to be fantastic. And the final, last but not least, speaker is Alexandra Saper, the Wayfareress on Instagram. And she is a really close friend of mine and she was a support coach on one of my groups. So she is a mindset and women's empowerment coach and she is amazing at all things mindset. She also is a former lawyer and she, for the last, I don't know how many, however many years, but she is. She lives in Bali as well, and she built an incredible travel blogging business. So she is actually also an, a travel influencer. If you go and follow her right now, she's in Kenya. She saw a rhino yesterday. Her content's incredible, but she is a, an example of someone who you know can go from being a lawyer. To being a content creator and going on all these trips all around the world and she really really just shows you what's possible so she is going to be talking about reframing failure and how to step into your power as an entrepreneur on the female startup summit so can you see what an incredible lineup of women that we have and hopefully it's really important to me to tell you where they actually came from you know their corporate backgrounds because I want them to be as relatable as possible to you so you can see yourselves in them right like you can be like like if you're working at EOI, you you can be like, I work at EY, Nic- Nicola worked at EY now she has her own business, amazing I can do that, and that's so important to me so I hope you feel super inspired if you've got any questions say hello in the comments and I, you know, if you've got any friends that you want to bring to my Startup Summit if it sounds amazing, share it with them I want to share the love, spread the love and thank you so much for being here and I'll be popping on for some more lives um, leaning up until the summit starts Oh